this this call is being Hey guys. Hi. 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 Okay. Oh, yeah. Hey, 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 who, who else is here? Right. Hi, Grandma. Mama said hi, Faye. Hi, Sada and Lamar. Hi, Mama. Oh, hi. Hi, 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 hi. 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 Hey, 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 Good morning, good morning. Uh, Monique and Clarissa, are they on the line? I'm here, Clarissa. Clarissa, praise God. God. I'm going to make sure we pray for you. I'm here. 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 Thank you so much for putting down the line. Uh, those of you that don't know that Tanya's uh, father passed away. Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, I believe so. No, uh, no. She was on it before, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, um, okay, but, um, what about Ron? Is Ron on the line? I don't hear Shaylin Denzel. Are they on the line? Did you say Ron? Ron, Ron yeah. Ron is on the line? Yeah, what's up? Ron, how you doing? Hello. 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 Hello
Hey, everybody, it's Jacob. Jacob. I'm so glad Hello. Yeah, we're, we was on, I guess you can hear Okay, oh, okay. okay. Hey, Shayla. Hey, Shayla. Wait, Shayla. Denzel, I'm just going to ask you, we were watching Michael Todd, and, and he said, I see you, Shayla. I see you, Denzel. Were you on, on live with, with Michael Todd? Or no? It was just no. <laughs> no, it was good. And literally, no. he literally said, I see you, Shayla. I see you, Denzel, like back to back. I was oh, like, yeah, on the line. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they, he did that this um this morning. Yeah. Yeah, he was on live. I was like, wow, they got Shayla just I want to call in live. How you do that? I know. Well, you text it in. Huh? It was on YouTube. It was on YouTube. I did one live. R.A. Vernon. He was live today. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent this morning. Nice. Oh, you just yeah, logged in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Like, so, Pastor, like, I mean, you know, hopefully, if, you know, if we, if we only last for the first and then we can go to church after that. But I know next week we're going to be live um, next week because so, he said he'd just do it like once a month, you know, to be consistent. Let me get it on the first Sunday of every month, he'll go live. So, um, uh, next Sunday will be the first Sunday, and then, uh, you know, he'll do that live. We can probably do our own communion, right? Yeah, Facebook Live. Uh, yeah, yeah, we do it on community. We do it on community because I don't think he's gonna do that on live. I don't think. Oh, you guys, little by little, but um, but we are gonna have Jamel and Faith come to the worship though. They're gonna do the worship, so we'll have them do worship and Pastor um speak. Praise God, and, you know, um, Taki, I guess recorded like you did last time or something, and, and introduce him and stuff. So. Yeah, so we're going to do that next week, you know, and then hopefully after that, we'll just believe in God that we'll be able to come to church. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Now, as this, as this thing continues, um, the, the, the main thing, you know, I'm just um, speaking a little bit before Pastor uh, comes to um, talk to us, but um, the main thing is um, that you stay healthy. And I think that if we continue on with, you know, eating, you should be eating fruits and vegetables every day and every day taking vitamin C. 
anything you yeah. can to build up your immune system because even when they do open up, they don't know, like, with the coronavirus, you still can get it. So, I right. mean, to me, what's the difference between now and later? We can't stay in the house forever. You know what I mean? So we got, but as, as, as Christians, we got to build up, do what we need to do, what God calls us to do, use wisdom, and really hear from the Holy Spirit. And, and, and the Holy Spirit will guide you lead you and guide you to what you and what you're supposed to do how you're supposed you know sometimes you know we or we plan our ways but it's god that orders our steps and um when he does it you'll be like wow you know i see why god didn't allow this to happen or that to happen or i see why i had to go this way instead of that way you know and he'll 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 lead you and guide you that's why it's so important to make sure that our lives are intact with his spirit you know being you know, just obedient to what he has us to do. So the more obedient we are, the more we can hear his voice. And it'll say, you can do this, you can't do this, you should do this, you shouldn't do this. So that type of thing. So, um, and we're not going to, one thing that we're not going to do is we're not going to operate in fear. But, you know, that's, you got to continually say, you know, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but the spirit of love, power, and sound mind. We're going to walk in our authority, knowing that, look, no sickness nor disease shall come yeah. to our dwelling. As soon as we start to feel sick, we start, we got to start, as soon as we start to feel sick, um, yeah, as soon as we start to feel any type of sickness, we start speaking scripture. As soon as Clarissa mm-hmm. put that on the line, and I, I read it, I was just like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to start speaking right now over, you know, because we, I actually, I want to pray for it before Pastor even begins. Let us just, um, you can put your phones on mute because he's ready, so I just want to pray first and then we'll go. Okay, um, put on mute. Yeah, you can put your phones on mute. Oh, okay. Father God, we thank you right now, Father God, we lift you up for this time and this hour we stand, Father God, knowing who we are in Christ, we shall not be afraid, we will be bold in the mighty name of Jesus, and Father God, we lift up your servant to you, Clarissa, Father God, and we thank you, Father God, that she is healed from any type of sickness or ailment that may be trying to attack her body, we come up against it with the blood of Jesus, Father God. Cover her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Father God. We speak over her life that no sickness nor disease shall come near her dwelling. For it is written, we claim it in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. And we speak that over anyone that may have any type of ailment or feeling not feeling the best over our bodies. I claim healing victory over every aspect of our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Here's a pastor's name, Amen. Wait, before amen. we begin, amen. Stop, Lady Adams, Lady Adams, you have to put your phone on mute. Uh, I, before we begin, I'm going to say, you might hear Joy and Jen, we're all together here, you know, maybe clapping or something or saying amen. Please keep your phones on mute. It's a distraction if you're not on mute. So please Amen. keep your phones on mute until it's time to get done. So now put it on mute so I shouldn't hear nobody else say amen. And then, and then I'll pass this on and put my phone on mute. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. And then I'll see it. You'll be back on. Okay. Amen. 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 Um, I know everybody's phone is on mute, so I know you probably said amen quietly, or you said amen just without me hearing. Um, But at any rate, um, what I want to do today in just um, preparing us for when we come back into the church is I want to start doing a series, um, continuing where 
with everything that we've been dealing with in terms of, you know, uh, being baptized in the Holy Spirit, relationship with the Holy Spirit, um, you know, uh, not relying on your feelings, but moving on what you believe in your heart. And I just want to add another wrinkle to that, and, and, and that is faith, because I'm finding out that as we start to rely on what we believe, faith becomes extremely important. We have to understand how faith works. We have to understand what feeds faith. We have to understand the environment that faith is most comfortable. And sometimes when you place your faith in an environment where it's not comfortable or conducive for growth, um, you're going to fall away. And maybe God will lead me to just touch on what it means to fall away. You know, in the Bible where it says there's going to be a great falling away. Well, it just doesn't mean that people are going to be committing apostasy. It means people's interest is no longer going to be the interest of God. They're no longer going to have a fervor or a passion to seek God. They're going to be self-seekers. What pleases me, what excites me. And that's all it's going to be. They're going to hold on to the name of God, but not hold on to the life of God. And so that's going to create a falling away. But um, moving, well, that's one of the things as well. I don't want to um, uh, get rid of people committing apostasy because we know that's going to be part of it as well. But um, I just wanted to make mention that a falling away can also be um, just having uh, more values that you honor higher than God. All right. So moving forward, let's use for a um, um, a scripture. Joy, I'm actually going to ask you to give me this scripture really quick. Um, Romans 10 and 14. Yeah, Romans 10 and 14. And again, just give me like 10 minutes, people, and I will be out of your way. I'm going to try to do this extremely systematically. And, um, but Joy, um, yeah, you, you can read it. Come over here and then you can read it. Bring your green shirt this way. All right. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? All right. And so basically that verse is talking, it's showing the, the, the importance of the word of God, of the spoken word of God. Um, reading your word is awesome. You know, prayer is awesome. And as we're going to learn in, in, in a short while, all of those things are awesome and conducive to growing your faith. But hearing the word preach as the preacher receives illumination is also a component to growing your faith. One thing that I admire that First Lady has uh, done and continue to do with our kids to where now they're addicted to this process is every time you go to bed, they listen to preaching. So their faith is increasing. Let me explain to you um, an example of their faith increasing. I never seen the kids get so excited about their bedroom when we don't have a house yet. But they have a uh, PowerPoint, like Genesis says, let me show you my PowerPoint of how my bedroom is going to look. And she got all the price, what it's going to cost. Joy has the same thing. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Joseph did it. And, and so the, the thing that I'm trying to uh, say here is that it's amazing how they are doing this and expect this and excited about it 
and we don't have a home yet. You know, in the natural sense, spiritually, um, um, we know what God is working out and what God is doing. The point of me saying that small, brief testimony is to show they go to sleep with the word. Faith can't help but be birthed out of their mouth, birthed out of their experiences, birthed in their day to day. Why is that? Because they go to sleep and their spirit is eating all night. And when they wake up, their spirit is ready to release. Um, so that's that's just um, one thing in terms of faith. Another thing, I was talking to Jamel and Faith. Um, we had a um, marriage counseling. And I told them that um, I was going to share with them something that God was going to do this Sunday. And Jamel and Faith already know this part. But, you know, so let me say to the rest of you, and that is... Um, our body temperatures are supposed to be 98.6 Fahrenheit, if I'm not mistaken. So that means on the inside of you, you can deal with temperatures of 98.6 degrees. Now, keep in mind, 98.6 degrees is the temperature of your body right now if you're not running a fever. Right. That is the temperature of your body right now. That's how hot it is on the inside of you. However, in 75 to 80 degrees, it's unbearable on the outside of you. And so I was really thinking about that thing. I was like, wow, that's amazing. I can deal with 98.6 degrees on the inside. But if I was to have 98.6 degrees of a hot liquid fall on my skin, it'll burn me. But when it's inside of me, it doesn't burn me. I can deal with 98.6 degrees on the inside and don't break a sweat. But if it's 98.6 degrees on the outside, I'm sweating. It becomes extremely uncomfortable and unbearable. And so it made me wonder, what is it that my inside is far more stronger than my outside when you would think that your outside is far more stronger than your inside? Now, here's a small little digression for a minute, and that is externally, we're going to use the two terms externally and internally for a minute, but externally, right, is the place where you can see, feel, touch, hear, taste, etc. Internally, you can't see. You don't see your insides. You don't know what's going on, etc. You, 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 you have no vision of this. That's another word I want you to write and keep in your head is the word vision. You have no vision of this. But yet, God has showed you just in the most simplest of ways that inside of you, you can deal with more than you can with outside of you, than you can externally. That same heat that is applied to you will burn you externally. But you're considered to be normal internally with that degrees and what that told me the bible says that the in so many words that our strength comes from within our strength is not on the outside of us and so many times we think that our strength is on the outside of us but the perfect example is the inside was made to deal with the heat the outside wasn't the inside was made to facilitate and operate and do processes with the heat. 
but the outside wasn't made for that. And when the reason why your body can deal with 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit on the inside is because it releases that heat through your pores. But what happens is, is if the outside air is the same temperature as the inside air, then when your pores release the steam, the hot air, it brings hot air back in, and that's what makes you uncomfortable because there is no difference in the two airs. They're both the same. And so the revelation that God gave me is sometimes we can be going through circumstances and problems and situations, and on the outside, it's the same on the inside. That's why we're not getting no release. That's why we're not getting any breakthroughs because we're frustrated externally and we're frustrated internally. So when we try to release the pain from the inside, it, it mixes with the pain on the outside and then we become uncomfortable and feel like God is not working because what we need to realize and understand is that the temperatures must be different. The understandings must be different. The, the, the psyche must be different in terms of on the inside, you're supposed to be full of joy because the world will rob you of that joy. On the inside, you're supposed to be secure in who you are. But what happens is, is you're not secure in who you are. Let me give you a perfect example. Um, I had a friend uh, that I just spoke with on, on, on last night. Uh, he called me and we were talking. I'm not going to say his name because most of you will know him. So I'm going to leave that anonymous. But anyways, we were talking. And when we were talking, he stated something to me that I found a little confusing. He said, um, you know, um, he calls me uh, Pastor Troy. He said, you know, Pastor Troy, um, I, I, me and my wife decided uh, to have counseling. And we went to counseling. And when I came back, I was angry and I didn't want to talk to her. And I was like, well, what did you go to counseling for? You went to counseling to get angrier or did you go to counseling for help? He was like, no, that's just it. She started saying things in front of the counselor and it distracted me from why I was there. I said, I almost said his name, but I said, I don't understand what you mean. He said, I didn't like, I didn't like what was said. I was like, okay, you didn't like what was said. All right. Um, I said, you don't have to tell me what was said, but you didn't like what was said, correct? He was like, that's correct. And I said, but why aren't you talking to your wife? He was like, because she said it and embarrassed me in front of the guy. I said, but did you agree to go to counseling? He said, yeah, I agreed. And I said, and what are you supposed to be counseled on? The things you like? Or the things you dislike. Do you get to choose what to counsel on? I said, because if that's the case, then that's control. You're trying to control the situation. And he was like, well, no, 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 I'm not. I want to counsel about everything that we're having a problem about. You know, whatever it is we're having a problem with, that's what I want to be counseled on. I said, so then why are you angry? Counseling is about one person telling how they feel, another person telling how they feel, and then a mediator is supposed to try to blend those two things and find a will of a a, a, a a compromise that benefits both sides. You can't leave counseling angry or you're deceiving yourself. 
Didn't Jesus just say you can say one thing out of your mouth but believe something different in your heart? Didn't he say in the word, these people draw close to me with their mouth, but their hearts are far from me? Going back to our, our analogy, their outside temperature and their inside temperature are not, mix, are not mixing, they're not right. They're not growing their faith. They're not in the environment where faith can grow. It's in the environment where as long as I'm comfortable, as long as I feel good, then everything is all right. See, once again, notice this. As long as I feel good, everything is all right. As long as I agree with it, everything is all right. Do do you see the difference there? And the moment that I is offended, I withdraws. And that's one of the things that hurt faith in Romans chapter 10 and 14 that I read that I had joy read. One of the problems of the church in Rome in its early part is they did not want to acquiesce to things they were not familiar with or used to. And Paul said, when the preacher comes, the preacher is coming with a revelation, something that they heard from God, because your faith will not increase if you do not hear illumination from the kingdom of God. Your faith will not increase if you're not faced with external struggles, because it's the inside that calms the outside. But when you got heat on the inside and heat on the outside, what it's going to do is make you uncomfortable. You ever know when you get depressed, you don't get depressed just because everything is going on in your life. You get depressed because what's going on inside of you. And when what's going on inside of you and what's going on outside of you are the same, then there's no place of release. So that's the reason why God made his sanctuary your inner man, so that nothing from the outside would be able to interfere with the inside. So when everything, remember what David said, he said, all these things can surround me, all these troubles can be around me, but don't take your spirit from me, meaning what? Don't take your presence from me. And many of us, you know, are not really understanding what it means to have the presence of God in you. Everything can be disrupted, going crazy, you know, helter-skelter on the outside, but on the inside, you have a tranquility and you have a peace about you, a peace that passes all understanding. And this is one of the things that we have to start cultivating is our faith is our inner man. We have to start cultivating our inner man who's more built to deal with pressure. Your outer man can't deal with it. That's why your outer man looks for ways to soothe itself when it gets hurt. Your inner man runs to its source and its source is Christ. That's why it says the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. Your spirit is willing to endure because its faith is in its creator. And and, and I can't stress that it, it, uh, it, uh, any more stronger than the way I'm stressing it. You don't even know, but this, this time that we're in, this quarantine, this coronavirus, this changing of uh, behaviors and certain things that we're in, God is testing every believer. What are you doing with your free time? What are you loading your inner man with? And here's the thing. If one of us, and I I hate that, you know what, I'll just say it this way. If we happen to go to glory tomorrow 
And God said, listen, I love you, but based on your last 24 hours, I can't accept you. Think about that. Now, I'm not saying we know that's not that that statement is not biblically based. I'm just giving you something to think about. If God said to you, based on your last 24 hours, I can't accept you. In the last 24 hours, we never spoke. In the last 24 hours, you never prayed. In the last 24 hours, there was never a time of worship. You never went out and did service for somebody else. But in the last 24 hours, you did everything your flesh wanted. In the last 24 hours, you did everything you wanted. In the last 24 hours, you accepted gifts, everything that made you happy. But nothing went towards me. Nothing. Sorry. I don't know you. Think about that. When was the last time? What have you done with God in the last 48 hours? Think about that. In the last 48 hours, a good measuring how your temperature is on the inside is to look what you did in the last 24 hours. If you want to measure your temperature in a spiritual sense, on the, in, uh, on the spiritual sense, your temperature, look what you did in the last 24 hours. And this is not a, oh, woe is me. No, 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 it's not that. Look what you did in the last 24 hours. Have you been walking around angry in the last 24 hours? Have, do you have bitterness in you in the last 24 hours that you won't get rid of because you so hung up on you? Think about it. And see, this is the thing that most Christians don't talk about. The, the, the thing that we talk about is, yeah, you know, God is good. I got faith in this. And, you know, this is what I'm going to do and X, Y, and Z, B, Y, and F. But the moment the pressure gets on you, as First Lady likes to say, keep the same energy. Your energy's gone. The pressure's on you and the energy's gone. The energy's gone. You can't keep the energy because the energy's gone. And so what I'm saying is, is when we walk in the things of God, it's not based on an energy. It's based on a belief. It's based on knowing. And one of, one of the things that we can do prior to getting in nice situations, I'm going to give you three bullet points, and then I'm going to leave this alone. But here's the first bullet point. The first bullet point that you can do is hear the word of God. That's, that's the first thing that grows your faith that grows your faith, that grows your relational uh, uh, communion with God is the hearing of the word preached. So listening to preaching, that's growing your spirit and it's growing you and it's reprogramming your soul. As it said, as I told you in Romans 10 and 14, where what did it say? It says what? It says that how can they hear except by a preacher? And that's the scripture that I had joy to read. If you want in your own time, I'm going to read you something in your own time. You can look this up. Number two, faith arises through reading the written word. Did you know every time that you read your Bible, your faith is growing? Well, I've read my Bible. I don't understand it. See, you're basing it on what you feel, not on what God told you. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's what the word of God says, that when you read the word, your faith grows. But you, you don't believe it grows because you're saying, I got to feel it. No, you got to hear it and you have to read it and you have to read it to yourself. Um, the word is powerful. 
and it causes the light of faith to shine. You can see that in Acts chapter 17, verse 3, and Psalms 119 and 105. In fact, on the road of, um, I believe it's, um, I don't see it in front of me, but I believe it's on the road of Emmaus, um, which can be found in Luke 24, somewhere between the 11th through the 32nd verse. Um, it says that after Jesus' death on the cross, the disciples' hearts were burned within them. Notice again, the temperature within them was hot as faith burst forth. When Jesus was, now watch this, when Jesus was preaching the word, their hearts burned within them. That word hearts is translated pneuma. So that means their spirits was on fire when they was hearing the word of God. When they were hearing the word of God, it happened again as they heard the written word explained. Okay, now you see the 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 the, the part of the preacher. The word needs to be explained. So as they heard the word explained, is when they burst in fire. I remember one time, um, not too long ago, I was in church and I was preaching a word. Oh, this means you. And I was talking, and, and Sister Clarissa burst out in tears and fell to the floor and was like, God, I worship you, I honor you. Only thing I was doing was preaching. But because there was illumination in that word and there was an anointing in that word, what happened? Her heart start, or her spirit started to burn within her. God ministered and right there she broke. Same thing happened with Sister Camille. Same thing happened with Genesis. Same thing happened with Joy. Same thing happened with Erica when she started saying hallelujah and broke out in praise. Shayla was in the back. Tears was rolling down her eyes. The only thing that happened was a word was preached and it caught their inner man and put it on fire. At that moment, faith arised. Faith grew. Faith grew. So now we know one of the first things, bullet point number one, what grows your faith? Hearing the word preached. Bullet point number two, reading the word. Bullet point number three, faith arises through prayer. The strongest part of your faith growing is going to come through prayer. Prayer is not something you force. You know, I, I sometimes I witness people and they force prayer. They be sitting there, God, and it, it's almost like their spirit is encapsulated in a in a invisible prison, and their flesh is leading the prayer, and flesh is saying God has not heard you because you're not feeling Him. God has not heard you because you're not hearing Him. And so you don't have a release, you leave prayer and you don't feel different because you use sensual realm evidence to give you authentication that you were in prayer and dealing with God when it had nothing to do with it. When it had nothing to do with it. One of the prayers that I'm praying now is God give me a revelation on what I look like on the inside. See, that, see, that's what you need to see. It's not just what you look like on the outside. That's all flesh and bones. What do you look like on the inside? Because that's who you are. That's who you are. I want to know that Troy that can deal with 98.6 degrees and not burn up. 
That's the Troy I want to know. On the inside, that's the kind of strength that I have, that I can deal with. But that marinade. Prayer is not just our yapping to God. Prayer requires pauses in communion to hear what God has to say to us. Before they call, the Bible says, I will answer. That's Isaiah 65 and 24. It says, before they call, I will answer. So what does that mean? Why are you going in prayer looking for an answer when he answered? Think about that. Think about that. Most of the that probably went over most people's head. And if, if we took the phones off mute, they'd probably be like, wait a minute, Pastor, what do you mean? Somebody get Isaiah 65 and 24. Joy, get that for me because I'm going to close with this. Isaiah 65 and 24. Go ahead, Pony. Get that. Isaiah 65 and 24. They laughing. But Isaiah 65 and 24. Okay, Genesis got it. Okay, come over here and read it. I will answer them before they even call to me. While they are still talking about their needs, I will go ahead and answer their prayers. Did y'all hear that? Did you, did, did, Joy, give me that phone. Listen, let, let me read it again. So just so y'all don't think that passage is talking, it says, I will answer them before they even call to me. While they are still talking about their needs, I will go ahead and answer their prayer. Did y'all hear that? I'm going to say it again, just in case if you did. Isaiah 65, uh, Isaiah 65 and 24. I will answer them before they call to me. So in other words, picture this in your head. Picture your circumstance right now. I'm going to give it because I'm closing right here. Just picture this in your head right now. Whatever your need is, you're getting ready to go to God. And God is saying, I answered you already. You're not getting this. You're not getting this. So let me read the verse again. I will answer them before they even call to me. While they are still talking about their needs, why, while they, Genesis just waved, waved the hand. Go ahead, Jenny, because I'm feeling you now. But it says, while they are, watch this now. It says, while they are still talking about their needs. So you're going to God, expressing to God your needs. And here's God's answer. You said, well, I didn't hear God in prayer. And God is saying to you, you didn't hear me in prayer because you don't realize I answered now watch this. He says, I will go ahead and answer their prayer. I will go ahead and answer their prayer. So when you're in prayer, it's not to get an answer from God. It's to commune with him. Jesus said, your father knoweth what you need before you ask him. So why am I in prayer? It's to commune with him. It's to get his likeness on you. It's to set on fire the inside of you. I'll read it once again. I will answer them before they even call to me. While they are still talking about their needs, I will go ahead and answer their prayers. That is such 
an awesome thing to know about our Father is that while we are battling with what we're battling with, while we are dealing with what, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, while we are dealing with what we're dealing with, our Father said, I answered you before you even came. I knew you was coming. I knew you was coming. Amen. I knew you was coming. And I already answered your prayer. I know your predicament. I answered your prayer. I know what's hurting you, but I answered your prayer. I know what's bothering you, but I answered your prayer. This is the kind of God that we serve. He operates. He's proactive. God doesn't wait until you come to him to respond. God says, because I have omniscience, I'm going to respond before you even ask. How, how does that feel? How does that feel? That's the reason why faith can explode. Because you, Genesis, Joy, and Joseph, sitting there making a list of God, and God is saying, I already done it. Because I answered you before you came. I answered you before you came. Glory to the Lamb of God. You ever notice? You ever notice? I'm, I'm closing right here, but have you ever noticed? Have you ever noticed that the moment you get on your knees to pray, and you like you was like you, you've been battling or holding on with something, and you were reluctant to get into prayer, and then you finally got into prayer, and then the next day it changed, and you was like, "Wow, God did that quickly." It's not because God did it quickly; it's because He did it already. You, you you understand what I'm saying? He did it already. According to Isaiah, chapter 65, verse 24, he says, when you come to me, he says, before you come to me, I will answer you. And while you're talking to me about your need, I will answer you and do it. So while you're talking, you're being delivered. Glory to the Lamb of God. While you're speaking, God, what's on your heart, you're being delivered. God is saying, I'm answering you right now. Every time you pray, when you open up your mouth, Erica, I feel led to say this to you. When you praying about your family, God is saying, Erica, I already answered it. But thank you for coming to me and communing with me and talking to me. But Erica, I already answered it. He's saying to Hakeem, he's saying, Hakeem, I already answered it. He's saying to Jamel, I already answered it. He's saying to Sister Camille, I know you've been coming to me, but I already answered it. And what we got to do is we have to walk in the assurity of what God said. That's the reason why we have to grow our faith. Because do you know that faith can make a sick person a whole person? Faith can make a depressed person a healed person. Faith can make a bound person a free person. So we have to let our faith grow. And how do we do it? Hearing the word, preaching the word, and praying the word. God bless you. Amen. Amen. All that, I mean, that was an awesome word. We, I can't wait for us to be in service soon. I'm telling you, boy, it's just impossible. I think I'm going to put it on the mark. Amen.
bringing forth a baby and things like that. You know, he's like, you know, dumb. So we wanted the more prayer, more power, you know, keep us protected and everything like that from anything. Um, also, uh, I wanted to say, uh, oh, prayer again, prayer eight o'clock uh, tomorrow. So, um, uh, Shayla, is, I'm sorry, uh, Friday, Shayla, if you can uh, uh, do prayer tomorrow. Is Shayla still on the line? Shayla, you know? Shayla? Yeah. We just have to text her. Text her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she could have hung up with me. Um, yeah, I don't know if you got to text her. Hello? Okay, now I can hear her. Okay, yeah. Hey, Shayla, how you doing? <laughs> I was going to see if you could do prayer tomorrow for, uh, for 8 o'clock. Gonna be I work until 8.30, so I won't. I don't, I'm not on the line on Monday. Oh, okay, okay. All right, but what, what day are you off with it? Because I know Wednesday is uh, <laughs> Friday. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So we got you for Friday then. Great. <laughs> yeah. And for, first lady. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just sent you the money on cash app. Okay, all right, okay. Thank you so much, Clarissa Brave. God, I was just checking. Hey, 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 Oh, okay, definitely. Okay, but we're going to pray right now. Father God, we just thank you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. We thank you in advance, Father God, that you that you opened up a door, Father God, for, um, what's his name, Erica? What? Adam. Adam? Say Adam. His name no, is Adam. Cool. No, Cloyd. Cloyd. Oh, okay. So you open up Cloyd. a door for the God for Cloyd. Cloyd. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pastor. Don't finish. Pastor, don't finish. Okay. For, for, for uh, Erica's mother's friend, we ask, Lord God, that you yes. just provide a place of dwelling for him, Lord God. Bring ease, Lord God. As you just uh, showed us in your word, Lord God, that before we even came to you with our need, you already answered. So, Father, we thank you that you are providing, Father, in the midst of this. Father, we also want to lift up Jamel's uh, nephew, Father, uh, Delante, I believe his name is, Father. We ask, Lord God, that whatever is going on in his life, Lord God, that you rescue him right where he is, that you bring, Father God, resolution to whatever situation may be. So, Father God, we thank you, Lord God, that we're praying and we're thanking you for moving on their behalf before we even open up by mouth to say a word. We thank you, Lord God, for all those who gave, Lord God. You already knew what was going to happen before I even asked. You knew what would happen. So we thank you for them. We thank you that their release has already been sent because their obedience have driven them to do what they did. Father, we thank you for them. We thank you for everything that's going on. And you are the God of everything. In Jesus' mighty name. 
Amen, amen, and amen. 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 Hello. Hello. Connie's on the line. Pastor? Yes, yes, I'm here. How much is Hello? How much is Connie's on the line. Oh, hey, Connie. Hey, how you doing, Connie? I'm all right. How y'all doing? Love you, honey. I love you. Too. You guys, honey, uh... we keep in prayer and we pray for you. I just want to let you know because you know, as you know, we talked about last night. But I just want to let you know. Yeah. We and I, like I said, I want to hear your voice. Amen. Yeah. Thank you for your prayers. No, nah, no, no problem. I'm gonna call you later on today too. Okay, all right. Thank you. Love you guys. Love you too, Connie. We love you too. What did you say, Mother Sal? How much is the dumpster? Huh? How much is the dumpster? A hundred dollars is the dumpster. Oh, okay. All right. I'll send that to you. Amen. Oh, hey, amen. Look at Mother Matt. Amen. 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 Glory be to God. Yeah, um, Pastor Clasia is at work, and she said, What an awesome word. You got her crying at work. She said she felt like it was, it was meant for her. Oh my God! Wow! 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 She texted me. <laughs> awesome! Wow! That is awesome. That is really awesome. Wow, Clarissa, that really. Yeah, I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm right here. I'm here to say it. That really encouraged me. I'm so glad. I, you know, Pastor, like, I like, I'm personal, so I like yeah. uh, personal interaction, you know, and, yeah, you know, but I, thank you, I really appreciate that, and I know God, <laughs> thank, thank you. you, she writes that she online, even though she online, there she go, <laughs> yeah, I'm right here, <laughs> I'm here too, Hi. amen, amen, how you doing? All right, so here's what we're going to do, people. Tomorrow at 8 o'clock, and everybody that sent, I thank you so much. I, I, I mean, you just, your tithes, your offerings, the deceit, whatever it was that you sent. And, and God is really, really, really going to show us all something. I'll just leave it that way. Yeah, yeah, man. As soon as I get the, the information, I'll send mine. So can you remind yeah, yeah. her lady to send it to me today so I can send it out today? Please. Yeah, I also wanna. Yeah, I also wanna sow some. Yeah, this is Jacob. I also wanna sow some money in as well. Oh, okay, brother Jacob. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jacob, I heard about Jacob. Now you know when we go back into the church, you know you gotta perform, right? Yeah. 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 Me and Lamar got something special for y'all. Me and Lamar got something special for y'all. Thank you for that. I believe it. I believe it. 
All right, so First Lady Jacob is going to send you the Cash App information, and she's going to send it to you too, Sister Camille. Okay. 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 Thank you. I'm, I'm hey, telling her to do it right now. I'm actually looking at it, so. Okay. And if you know what book I'm giving her, you know she doing it. <laughs> All right, God bless everyone. And I'll, uh, God bless you, Bishop. Love you too. Have a great day.